Hey everyone, welcome to the Delta Flyers with Tom and Harry as we journey through episodes of Star Trek Voyager. Your two hosts along this journey are my fellow Trek actor and star of the feature film Infested. Mr. Robert Duncan McNeil and myself, your favorite forever ensign, Garrett Wong. Remember, you can get the full version of this podcast by signing up to become a patron at patreon.com forward slash the Delta Flyers. How'd you like that one? Oh, infested. <laughs> infested was. Infested. I did that right after we wrapped. Like, yes. The series. Uh, yes. 2001. We That's had, right. Yeah, I got this call as we were finishing up the entire run of our show yes uh, to go in for this movie it was a horror film but yep. kind of uh kind of a campy horror film yeah i ended up doing that movie right after we wrapped i went to out near the hamptons in long island oh we New went York back east for to like, film this yeah okay. like 6 weeks or 4 5 6 weeks i can't remember who was your co-star Amy Joe Johnson, I think, was in it. Oh, from Power Rangers. Okay. For Power Rangers, yeah. Zach Galligan was in it. Yeah, who was also on Voyager as Species A472. Do you recall the name of your character? Nick. <laughs> I don't Nick, know. Not Nick Lacarno. It's no. uh it's Eric, which is Eric. very funny because <laughs> your on-screen wife is married to an Eric and you played an Eric at the oh, end. Oh, I never thought of that. Yes. Oh, I thought that funny. was interesting. Mm-hmm. Infested, yes. The screenwriter for uh, Infested, he went on not long after we made that movie, just a couple of years. He wrote the the screenplay for The History of Violence, Mm. a Cronenberg film, and Josh was nominated for an Oscar. He may have won it. I can't remember. Wow. An Academy Award winner or nominee or whatever. Right after we made this silly little, you know, this little movie. Mm Mm-hmm. And the other connection to Josh Olson, the writer and director of Infested, he directed. Oh, okay, he directed it as well. Yeah, he was a PA on Masters of the Universe. (laughs) And I, (laughs) yeah, I remember chatting with him about his aspirations. He had tons of energy and was really a go-getter and a film buff. And he was right out of high school or college. I think right out of college when he. um would PA'd on Masters, Masters of the Universe. So what when I went into world. audition, he's like, Do you remember me? I was like, No, he goes, I was a PA on Masters of the Universe. So we had a blast. I, I feel like that's what got you the role almost in a way. Maybe you, yeah, because Maybe. you were cool to him on the set of Masters. You said you talked to him a bit, right? So yeah, this was yeah. an enthusiastic young young man and you gave him the time of day and he still remembered that all the way up to maybe, maybe that's how you got you the know, audition. He, he actually mentioned that. It. He's like you were yeah. really nice to me. Like See? you always And I and I remember thinking when I got that little movie, I remember thinking to myself and some people like it's just another reminder of like be nice to the people that don't always get the respect they deserve. Mm-hmm. Be nice to them because yeah. you never know when the shoes are going to, ch- you know, change. The shoes are going to change. Their fortunes. The How's that? You can say shoes. Yeah, I when, guess, people's, but... when people's fortunes change, <laughs> change and, yes. and who's now in the, in the yeah. position to do you a favor or be nice mm-hmm. to you or whatever. So just be nice to everybody. 
Yeah, um, that is that is the lesson learned in this intro. You, usually we tell we talk about the lesson after we review yeah. the episode, but the lesson for the intro is you must be nice to the lowest person on the totem pole on the set on this. These are all yeah. you aspiring actors and, and, and creative types out there. You got to be nice to everybody. And, and that includes yeah. the people that are on the bottom of that rung of that ladder, because they are. Most of them are or planning a vertical ascent up the ladder. They're not, they don't yeah. want to be a PA for the rest of their life. So uh yeah, yeah. So look at that. It paid off right there. I love that yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. So cool. All right. Are you ready for this episode? I am so ready. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> this week's episode is the fight. That's why, as you can see, I'm gonna ah, you've got Robert Beltran I've ready got... for battle. I've got Chakotay behind me with the cast of Voyager, but Chakotay is prominent in the foreground in a boxing type of a stance, or, or at least yeah. a, a stance of ready to get fight, uh, get yes. into a fight to scrap. He's ready a for bit. some combat yeah. there. Combat, yeah. a little bit of Voyager combat. So, um, yes, that is the name of this episode. The so, fight. Okay. Yeah, so why don't we just go watch this right now and come back with our review? Okay. All right, we'll be right back. Um, Patreon patrons, please stay tuned for your bonus material. We are back from watching the fight and yes, boy, that's the most yelling from Chakotay I've heard. Oh my gosh. Yeah. In the entire uh, series. Gotta yeah. be. Okay. I agree. All right. Agree. Let's start with our haiku and our limerick. Here we go. <clears> okay. <throat> my haiku for the fight. Can't find our way out. Chaotic space has trapped us. Chakotay listens. This was nice. one of the hardest ones to come up with. Yeah, I, I was like, was. oh my God, it's difficult. It's nice. They, yeah, he does enough. listen. He does. Okay. okay. Here's the limerick synopsis mm. in a poetic format. Yes. For the fight. Here we go. Let's go. First, we see that Chakotay has a mean left jab. Then chaotic space and the commander start to gab. Time for a vision quest. Chakotay does his best. But in the end, it's clear his hair definitely wasn't fab. <laughs> that his, hairdo. His hair? <laughs> his hair. Oh, my gosh. We'll talk about it. But Let's talk about when we get to it. But that is hair. very funny. That's oh. very funny. Okay. Chakotay's <laughs> hair in this episode. People, let's okay. talk about it. We'll, we'll get to that when we get to that. Let's let's talk about our guest stars. Can you give let's us uh, uh, a little yes, 411 on... On our three guest stars? Our please. three guest stars. So Carlos Palomino mm. was our alien boxer. Oh. And okay. Carlos, so he was the alien boxer. Mm. He was actually a professional boxer. He oh. was born in Mexico, moved to LA at the age of eight. Mm. And while he was in the army, he started boxing. He was in the mm. US Army. Mm. He became the army boxing champion oh. in 1971 and 1972. Huh. Uh, and in 1972, he also won the National AAU Light Welterweight Championship. Ooh. He was a real... He's a real deal. And his very first uh, scripted acting appearance yeah. was on Buck Rogers in the 21st century. He played the Olympian. Oh, my God. Goodness. He was on Buck Rogers. Yeah. That was one of my favorite shows, but I don't remember his character. I'm going to have to go back and look at that. I think that was in 1980, I want to say. I, can't, I didn't write down the date, but I think it was yeah. 1980. 
He was also had gone on the Tonight Show as himself. Mm. And he was also on the comedy Taxi as himself. So oh. he was because he was a professional boxer. Interesting. He that's how he got his foot in the door as a in show business, I guess, yeah, you yeah, know, and yeah. then started acting after a couple appearances on you know, uh, the Tonight Show and things like that. So. Yes. And I'm going to go mm -hmm. ahead and go on a limb and say this was probably his first and maybe his only role in prosthetics and boxing yeah, at the same probably. time. Yes, probably. Yeah. Okay. Probably. But uh, yeah, that was Carlos Pena. Nice. All right. Yeah. Um, our other guest star is the grandfather. Chicote's grandfather was Ned Romero. Ned Romero. Grandpa. Ned Romero. Mm -hmm. Ned Romero passed away in 2017. Ah. Uh. Um, I know, but Ned, uh, was born in Louisiana, mm -hmm. which will come up again in a second. Okay. He was born in Louisiana. So originally from Louisiana yeah. and his very first job was in 1963 on the TV show, the many loves of Dobie Gillis. Mm. Now, what I find funny about that is my father only did one play in his life. He did the high school senior play and it was a Dobie Gillis play it was a play about what Dobie Gillis. and he played my father played Dobie Gillis and that was Ned Romero's first professional job but I guess Dobie Gillis I this is way before my time I guess in the 50s Dobie Gillis was a tv show that was very popular and so there was a play maybe it started as a play then became a tv show and then people would perform the play my dad was in that play Dobie Gillis this is amazing. Now we get to Ray Walston hmm. who plays Boothby sort of it's a holodeck version of Boothby, yep. but it's not really Boothby because it's a holodeck creation where he's uh, a, a boxing coach, which Boothby is not in real Correct. life. So. Correct. No. Um, but Ray Walston was also born in Louisiana. So two oh, of our guest stars. Two Louis Louisiana people. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, Ray Walston passed away right before we wrapped the series. He passed away in January 2001. And his very first job was in 1954. Ray Walston did a TV show called The Web, which was mm. a mystery anthology series. Every week would be a different story. Mm. And I don't know what his role was or what he did, but The Web was his very first job. Mm -hmm. Ray Walston, I have to mention, was also uh, one of the actors that performed in a show called Studio One. Mm. And Studio One was a really famous CBS live television show in the 50s that was kind of the pinnacle of highbrow, great acting, great writing. Some of the best writers mm. got started there. Rod Serling got started there. Gore Vidal oh. got started there. People like Charlton Heston, uh, Art Carney, Jack Lemmon, they all performed at Studio One. Cool. It was a, uh, they were dramas written for this TV show. And uh, Ray Wilson mm. was a part of that, which I didn't know. So yeah. anyway, there's our, there's our guest stars, some yeah. very prestigious and cool accomplishments by all of them. And Ray also worked on an episode <laughs> with Species 8472 where he had scenes with Chakotay there as well. So yeah. this is sort of, you know, like a reunion for Ray yeah. and Robert Beltran. And Robert Beltran. Okay, you were you were right. Yeah, Minoski <laughs> teleplay. Unbelievable. Yeah, good call, my friend. Good call. It felt like a boxing show just felt like Joe to me for some reason. It yeah. felt like he would be the one that would say, I want to do that one. 
Yeah, but the story, so the actual impetus of this episode came from Michael mm -hmm. Taylor. So mm -hmm. that is the story. But the teleplay was written by Joe Minoski. Good for you in selecting that. And we were both wrong on the director. It was Rick Colby on this yeah. one. My goodness. Okay. I didn't realize Rick was directing. This has to be one of his last episodes. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's just jump right into this. The very, the very first scene is already quite chaotic to begin with. Um, you've got Chakotay screaming. I mean, he's in such pain that I've, again, I've never seen him scream like that before. We have the doctor, we have Seven, we have Paris there trying to to help him. He's he's screaming about the voices, making them stop. And, uh, and all the while this is happening, the ship is going through these major shakes. So yeah. we're, we're really unsure of what, what's going on. There's a mystery uh, afoot. And I didn't understand if he's screaming and, you know, the very first moment he tries to sit up and Paris yeah. shoves him back down. And yeah. I was like, why isn't he strapped down? Like, why, uh, do we why isn't he restrained? He yeah. Why isn't he restrained? Yeah, like, there's, that's true. I feel like there should have been something, especially the more we got into the story. I was like, yeah. they need him to be like, I don't know. I feel like he should have, if it wasn't physical restraint, some kind of tech that would have held him down in some yeah. way or, yeah. I don't know that it, it, that felt like a, a miss. Like okay. we're just going to believe. Undersight. Yeah. Yeah. He <clears throat> wants to get up so badly. He's screaming like we've never seen him before, but yet he's free to jump up and yeah. hurt, hurt himself or other people, you know? Yeah. And he's a boxer for gosh sakes. It, yes, exactly. Um, so now we're on the bridge and we learn from Torres that uh, a graviton shear is basically buckling the hull. If we don't find a way out of chaotic space, we are going to die here. We're going to so die. The stakes are very high, clearly. Very high. And Balan is standing at the console behind Janeway. And I mm -hmm. just thought when I saw that, I'm like, why don't we use that more often? We like, I don't know. Do, we do now and then, but, but like that's a great place to put somebody. You can tie in Janeway in oh, the yeah. foreground. And For sure. We didn't use it enough. I thought no. I don't and know if that was Rick's idea or whatever, but well, it's also cool because we don't really ever see Torres there. She's usually at the side station on mm -hmm. the bridge, um, mm -hmm. which is closer to uh Tuvok on that side of the bridge, right? Yeah. And then you typically see seven standing in that back station behind Janeway, yeah, but you are true. right. It is a really good place to, to place an actor because you can jump from one from, Ch from either Chakotay or Janeway to, yeah, up to whoever. Yeah, it's a great pivot yeah. point to like mm. grab information and see other people acting behind Janeway. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a cool spot to put her. Yeah, we then see an exterior shot of Voyager and the ship is just, you can see all these distortions going on. You know, it just it looked cool. I thought the effect it's was It's a cool, cool, yeah, the, the effect was definitely cool. But this yeah. this is the graviton shear working on our hull, which is not a good case for us. No. Yeah, we're in danger right now. Mm -hmm. um, we jump to the sick bay and we hear a doctor's log supplemental. And the doctor says that Chakotay's condition is continuing to deteriorate and Chakotay calls for the doctor. He says he's tired. He says he wants to sleep. Mm -hmm. And the doctor says, look, if you lose consciousness, it could sever the link with the aliens that live here. And this is the only way that we can get out of chaotic space. We need their help. And the doctor is sort of conjectures that or theorizes that maybe the aliens are reconfiguring Chakotay's neural pathways so that they can communicate with him. And then the doctor then reminds him of his boxing match on the holodeck um, when he was injured, that maybe that has something to do with it. Mm -hmm. So then we do have a flashback to the holodeck. Before and, we go to the flashback, I want to say sure. two things. Go. 
this is when I started going, oh, the hair. <laughs> this is when I was like, Beltran, two things. He's lying on his stomach yeah. on, the, on the surgical bed. Yeah. He's lying on his stomach, kind of hanging over the end. Yeah. And it's a cool shot Rick did, but I was like, why is he, why lying, is he lying on his stomach? On his yeah. stomach. <laughs> like, and his hair looks really bad. I was just like, there's a few things wrong for me in the scene. <laughs> but anyway, that's all I got to say about that. The okay. hair, but the hair, by the way, so the first scene, and the ship shaking and all, and this scene where he says, you can't fall asleep, you got to talk to the aliens. I was lost. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and then we go back in time. So this story jumps around. It jumps like, around a lot. It's a confusing, I'll, it's difficult to keep track of, to track I, anything in this episode. I would say, uh, yeah. follow the hair. If you look you, at the hair, <laughs> you know where you are in the story because you, the hair is horrible here. So that's late in the story. So just follow the bad hair. The better hair, and then you'll be fine. I love that you bring up the point that if you're confused in this episode, just follow the hair. When you see the hair messy, you know it's in what you know. You're from, it's, it's from a certain yes. Yeah. When the hair is normal, it's from a different timeline. So yeah. if you are lost, as we are in this Bermuda Triangle type S episode, mm. the hair is the way to find your way out of follow, it. Follow the hair. <laughs> love it. I love it. So now we're in a flashback on the holodeck. Boothby is coaching up Chakotay and, you know, he's Boothby. ready for this fight. Good Boothby. old Boothby. I was like, wait a minute. He's a groundskeeper at Starfleet. Yeah, he what is he? What? I was very confused. But then I, I'm like, okay, it's a holodeck. You know, Chakotay probably liked Boothby. So he's like, hey, computer, program this holodeck yeah. boxing thing and make Boothby my coach. Why that's, not? That's what I think it was. Even though he knows nothing about <laughs> boxing. And he's going to tell him, like, just water it some more. Or trim <laughs> Trim the dead branches. It's like, what? What does that have to do with boxing? That would have been funnier know. if he actually used gardening um, terms to sort of get his point across to Chakotay. That but he doesn't. Good. He doesn't. No, Boothby is a, clearly a boxing uh, master of boxing. Yes. He knows everything. And um, he's coaching Chakotay up. Chakotay is now in the ring and he's, he's kind of sizing up his opponent. And all of a sudden, he sees a very weird but yet very cool effect where everything is just kind of kind of um, spaces getting distorted like around the box. It's yeah, a weird yeah, it's prism. distorted space. Like those little like, kaleidoscope things that you yes, look through yes. through as a kid, right? You yes. see the different. That's what it looks like a prism. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Yeah, right. You're right. It's a prism, and um, this weird prism-like effect starts happening, in which um, the other boxer is is now kind of in the midst of this prism, but that pretty much causes Chakotay to put his guard or let his guard down. Let his guard down. He kind of has a little bit of a panic moment. Like yes. what's going on? What's going on? And that's when he gets knocked out um, big time. He does. Yes. Yep. Now we're in a flashback of sick bay where the doctor is reviving Chakotay and he is basically pulled out of this by J Janeway's hail. Um, Janeway hails Chakotay to the bridge and Chakotay heads to the bridge and he asks, first of all, is this an ion storm? And everyone's just basically saying, we have no record of any anomaly like this. We have no clue. We, we've, we've analyzed it from every angle. Our sensors don't make any sense. Space is distorted. Um, and now we're inside of this distortion. And Seven then calls Janeway to Astrometrics. And that's where we finally get some answers because up until this point, it's just been a big mystery. What is going on here? We have mm -hmm. no clue. And uh, Seven now tells Janeway that the Borg have been aware of this phenomenon 
for years. Like they've seen this all over the place. This mm-hmm. is a zone, a zone where the laws of physics are in a state of flux. They're constantly changing and they have named this place chaotic space. And uh, it appears completely randomly and unexpectedly, almost like a wormhole, like you never know where it's going to be. And Janeway says, you know what, we need to recalibrate or maybe even redesign our sensors from the ground up. Otherwise, we're just flying blind. So those are her Mm -hmm. orders. We jump to Chakotay's quarters and he's sitting there doing some work. But all of a sudden, he hears the computer say, begin round one. And then he sees boxing gloves on a chair. Those chairs, his little sitting area, yeah. had a native pattern, an I indigenous have, pattern. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, what? Yeah. When? We've never, I thought it was blankets thrown over at first. I, but it's not. It's it's definitely, and I wrote down in my it's notes. It's upholstered. Yes. I said, when did Chakotay have time to re-upholster his yes. chair with the native design? <laughs> and yes. we've never seen this in five years. No, uh, never. Five years worth of episodes. We've been in Chakotay's quarters numerous times. Never again, seen this. You're yeah. right. I said, it's got to be a blanket. It's got to be. A, but then you look closely. No, it is no, it's not a, a blanket. It's upholstery. It's, been, it's, it's upholstery. And the other thing I noticed in this scene was there was one wide shot where you could see out his windows. Okay. And that w- that had to have been a green screen outside because it was all It wasn't the, the weird... Starfield? It wasn't? What no, was it? it was all the moving stars. Oh, oh the weird things. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I noticed the rest of the scene, they avoided the windows. And that's really for cost because they uh, don't want to spend the money on every time you cut to Chakotay's close up yeah. that you've got to have a green screen behind him. So right. if you notice in the scene, yeah. you do see it once, maybe twice. You yeah. see the, the stars moving around, but mm-hmm. they avoid the windows because it costs money. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a budget. Was... Deci- it's a budgetary decision, definitely. Yep. So he's called to the bridge by Tuvok, and as he's leaving his quarters, he looks back at the reupholstered chair, and he yes. sees that the gloves are gone. There's, they're not even there. They were never there in the first place. Uh-oh. So again, very, very mysterious. Um, on the bridge, we realize that we are dealing with these gravimetric shears. And we're just trying to come up with a strategy. And Chakotay keeps hearing sounds from the fight. Um, now he sees gloves at Harry Station. So he goes up there and he kind of reaches for the gloves. But then he starts swinging just kind of wildly let's in the air. And then at Tuvok, when Tuvok tries to, to intervene. Tries to restrain him or yeah, yeah, come over yeah. and help him. So yeah, so Tuvok gives him the Vulcan neck pinch and down he goes. Mm-hmm. Tuvok wins this round and yeah. uh, Tom calls for a medical emergency. By the way, Tom stands up here to help, I guess, or something, and then calls sick bay. And I'm like, yeah. wait, who's, who's driving this ship? Like, you can't just stand... <laughs> stand up like unless this is like uh, well, I, a tesla I, with autopilot or that's something. what i'm saying you is. hit autopilot you hit autopilot okay. and you got up otherwise um no one's flying the ship no one's flying the <laughs> ship although i guess we're just floating there because we don't want to fly into anything because yeah. our sensors yeah. aren't working all right, right so maybe it's okay but it was just weird right you don't normally see tom just jump up out of his chair and leave the ship especially uh, when things are dangerous no you don't okay so now we are in sick bay and the doctor is singing different tones and checking to see if there's been any damage to the auditory nerves there's nothing but as this is going on janeway shows up um his I vision like also singing, checks by the way well. he's he does say the doctor's like computer uh set the parameters to 800 hertz or something whatever yeah. the you know he's setting yeah. the and yeah. He's like, oh, he yeah. changes it. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
And then he changes it and sings like at the highest pitch I've uh, ever yeah, heard Bob yeah, Picardo. Yeah, almost falsetto. <laughs> yes, it was very it funny. It was funny. So basically, you know, the doctor explains to Janeway that Chakotay has the genetic marker for a cognitive disorder. Yes. It's called sensory tremens. And the primary symptoms of this disorder are visual and auditory hallucinations. Mm-hmm. And we also learned that Chakotay's family doctor suppressed the gene before he was born so that he wouldn't have to deal with it. But for some reason, now that we're in chaotic space, this gene has been switched on. At this point, Janeway goes over to Chakotay and we learn how his grandfather refused treatment for this condition he just wanted to endure whatever symptoms that were going on and he didn't he didn't accept the treatment um so now we know there's something with you know chakotay's genetic makeup that is causing him to have these hallucinations moving on to the bridge um our sensors are online and they're stable to one million kilometers that's about as far as we can see we're at a quarter impulse and harry now detects a ship so we have mm-hmm. a ship. And now, uh, instead of dealing with it on the bridge, we jump to the briefing room where we replay the final distress call from the captain of that ship. Yep. And evidently, the captain and the engineer on that ship were also experiencing hallucinations. And the ship was there Whose for Whose voice whole was year. that on the captain thing? Do you know? Because it's not listed as a guest star. So it's was, not. I wonder if it was a loop group person or... Probably. Yeah. Did it it's sound familiar to you at all? No. Okay. No, I couldn't place it, but it just yeah. occurred to me when I heard it. I'm like, wait a minute. Must have been a loop grouper. Right? Yeah, it must have been a loop group person yeah. doing the voice. Yeah. And so and all, ship- the, all the yeah. all the actors in loop group, by the way, are actors. They are they were SAG actors that yes. they you know, they were capable of doing voices like this and often mm-hmm. would do those kind of things. Definitely. Uh, they just didn't get the on-screen credit the way that on-screen actors do. Yep. So. That's right. Um, so the ship was bit there for a whole year before basically mm-hmm. they lost, you know, containment and they were exposed to the elements and they died. Um, so the doctor requests beaming the captain's body over to perform an autopsy, which Janeway agrees to, mm-hmm. which brings us into sick bay. And she also we- says bring their te- because their sensors. Oh yeah, bring, we, yeah. we do find out in yeah. the scene that their sensors were more advanced, advanced than ours. Yeah, and they couldn't make it out. That's so right. that's that's not good news to us like, yes so no. Jamie was like well bring their sensor tech over here so we can use yeah. some of that maybe we that'll be helpful too like yeah anything yeah that, yeah. that command she gives to Torres so um, Balana mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. love it's up yes. to her to do it <laughs> okay so now in sick bay we learn from the doctor that optic and auditory neurons have been partially stripped of their normal protein insulation. This is on the the alien captain who has been deceased. the alien captain's brain. And did you see the playback for the alien captain's brain? It was like this giant four quadrant. It was a whole different shape than, <laughs> yeah, than a human was- brain. I was like, oh yeah, if you're doing an autopsy, it wouldn't look. That doesn't look like a brain that yeah, I that, that, that's a very big brain compared to our brain. Yeah. 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 And then uh, we find out that maybe something in chaotic space has been altering DNA. Yeah. Okay. Stimulating the DNA mm-hmm. in some way. Yeah. yeah. And he says, uh, the doctor says that he can control hallucinations using a neural suppressant, but mm-hmm. he needs to find a way to deactivate the gene in Chicote. Um, Chicote says, look, 
I need to go on a vision quest. It is a Moya time. It must happen now. <laughs> and, and the doctor says, look, this is not advisable. But he, you know, in the end, basically, Chakotay has his way. Janeway agrees. Janeway and the agrees. Doctor says, says, where? You got wear this wear cortical, cortical monitor. Yeah. Cortical monitor. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, my notes here are the doctor is speaking in such a low volume. He's almost whispering in here. Like there's a lot of different um, different takes that Bob Bacardo took or, or approaches to how mm. he was dealing with, with Chakotay. And I, I almost feel like he was trying to find the right route. Like, you know, should I be a little bit less, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, um, I don't want to get it so that he's, he's riled up any more than he already is. So maybe, yeah. if, I try my, maybe if I try my voice a little my bit lighter, quiet like doctor a, voice. my quiet whispery yeah. doctor voice that this will kind of help out Chakotay. So I thought that was interesting that the doctor mm. is, um, is adjusting his volume and different scenes to try to get through to Chakotay. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so on Chakotay's vision quest, uh, he is back in his quarters, actually. And starts he, in his quarters with yeah, his, uh, his vision, quarters. vision quest, little monitor, bundle. whatever that thing. He has his, his little, bundle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, then, and he presses the because, button on the, that piece of tech that yeah. gets him into it. Right. He's got a stone that he grabs and sort of holds yeah. the stone yeah. and yeah. Akuchimoyas. He starts the Akuchimoya. He does Akuchimoya it. And now we see his grandfather and, you know, he's talking and about by his the way, grandfather. We see, yeah. We see the grandfather and they use this glamour filter in this flashback. I don't know if oh, you noticed it. Okay. But the grandfather also has long hair. I don't know if it was natural or a wig, yeah. but this long, beautiful gray hair on his yeah. grandfather. Yeah. And with that glamour filter, I was like, this is like a shampoo commercial. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is beautiful. Just looks, everybody looks so glamorous. And Yes. Yeah. And Jacote says, Grandfather, you won't take your medicine, but yet your hair looks beautiful and exactly. rich and lush. What shampoo do you, you use, have been wearing? <laughs> I use Delta Quadrant Prel, of course. Um, yes. All right. So we learn that the grandfather won't take his medicine. The grandfather nope. starts walking towards the cave. He walks into the cave, into the dark part of the cave where you can't see him anymore. Chakotay's like, where are you going? He says, where He's my spirit lives. Yes. Where my spirits are. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then he follows him around a corner and he loses his grandfather. Um, mm -hmm. He calls out. But he hears boxing in the yeah, in the, the caves. Ding, Starts ding. to hear the the yeah. the, uh, the the bell, and we go into the ring. Is this the same ring as the as the opening the earlier scene? Did they only have one ring? Because they ring, must have only had one ring. But I would they think lit, so but too. They lit but it, it differently every time. It's lit differently. It right? looks different. So, yeah, it looked yeah. like, and it wasn't a a square shape like a typical ring. It was kind of a parallelogram of some kind i don't know mm. it was a weird almost triangular shape it was rhombus ring. was it rhombus it was shaped? a rhombus maybe <laughs> we go we're pulling stuff from ninth grade geometry yeah here. exactly like, look how impressive we are we can't remember what happened in this episode but we remember mm. ninth grade geometry and the rhombus. word rhombus okay. that's right um and, well, he, but yeah the light was swinging around yeah. like they had this moving light i thought mm -hmm. that was very cool marvin mm -hmm did a lot of really great lighting in this episode. Yeah, I thought he, he, did. he did a great job. He and really did. Rick Colby with some digging out some of these moments mm -hmm. um, that we've already gone past, but just these moments on Chakotay. I, th I think like when he went on the bridge, I don't know if you remember, but there was this sort of floating camera that was yeah. moving and framing him in a way that was very unconventional for us. You know, Rick yeah. did a lot of cool 
things. Marvin did some great lighting. I thought this this episode looked really good. I think both Rick and Marvin pulled out all the stops and they really pulled in different different lenses, different angles, different approaches, definitely. And yeah. it keeps yeah. you on your toes. You're definitely yeah. not, you're not, you don't feel comfortable when you're watching this episode. You're like, what is, what's happening? What, yeah. you know, why is this? Why Just do I follow feel the way? hair. Yeah, follow, follow the, the hair. hair. <laughs> You'll know where you are. Well, so now um, he wakes up and he wakes <clears> up in sick bay. So, and he says that the aliens were there watching him trying to tell him something and the doctor tells him you know you've got to stop fighting you know you need to open your mind up and, and let go and all of a sudden he starts chanting chaotic space inter intersects hours at the 18th dimensional gradient voyager entered through a trimetric fracture we must escape or we, we will be destroyed we've got to alter the warp field rentrilic trajectory so a bunch of techno babble that and neither sort of you or i have heard of like, before no we've never heard it yeah we don't and know what's it's going coming on. out almost like robotic he's it like, is robotic yes correct. he's like you Chaotic know intersects ours at 18th directional gradient mm -hmm. alter our warp field rentrilic yeah it's very he sounded very... like the robot from captain proton almost almost way, you know exactly yeah uh and then uh at the very at the very end he starts freaking out uh with the like, it's too much it's too yeah, much he can't take it he can't I'm losing take it. my mind he's yeah. afraid he's like his grandfather yes yeah? yes and but what we don't know is he's not really he's still in the he's still in the vision See, this quest is, this is what's so confusing <laughs> yeah and and i don't know the answer to this but did chakotay know that he had this gene before this episode yes Oh, well, wait, wait a minute. Maybe he didn't because the doctor tells us about it. So we don't, but I felt, I felt like he was briefed by Chakotay, but we don't see that in the scene though. That's, yeah. we come to, we must assume that that's already happened. We have a bit of a passage of time in sickbay and now Janeway is being briefed by the doctor. Janeway gives Chakotay um, a pep talk basically. And well, cause the doctor says medically he can do this. Like he's yeah. not going to, you know, it's just his fear. So now the doctor tells him to focus on the alien voices. He says he can't hear them. The doctor tries to bring him back to the vision quest in the boxing ring. And hypnotizing him yeah, almost. basically. Kind of like talking him in. Who was mm -hmm. there? Who was there? Where, yeah. where were you? What was happening? Right. And yeah, it's very, like you said before, very gentle kind of mm -hmm. it's hypnotic doctor time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, the opponent is Kid Chaos. I love the, <laughs> I love I the use of, of uh, the word chaotic space. chaotic space. We have Kid Chaos. And now we have Tuvok and a security detail that are that they you know they've got their phaser rifles and their phasers trained on Tuvok's the opponent. Like, Tuvok's like Thompson and Shar midsection yeah. aim for the midsection. McAllister aim for the head. Aim for the head. Exactly. Tuvok is hardcore yeah. here. And uh, you know Chakotay's giving the orders to fire, set to kill, but Boothby intervenes. He's like, well, that's not very gentlemanly to kill them, to kill this guy. And Chakotay stands down. He says, stand down now. He's not outside the ring. He's in the ring and he's got his robe on, his boxing robe. And it says the Maki Mahler on the back of his. Uh, the opponent has chaos, kid chaos on the back of his. And so Chicote's ready for, a, for a, a, you know, for the boxing match. And Paris all of a sudden pops in. He's, a, he's at the side of the ring and he's giving all he's giving the odds. these odds. And I love, I love this. Now, I guess in the future, it's not just Vegas, but now Mars is a big gambling destination and Orion 3. Orion so, 3, yeah. yeah. He's got, yeah. A, I got Vegas, Mars, and Orion 3 yeah. odds. Yeah, I love Basically, it. Basically, the odds stink, by the way. They do stink. 
but I noticed well, you you were doing an affected voice though, weren't you? You were well, kind of yeah, you were kind of hey, you're kind of doing a 1920s newsreel kind of like a voice uh, with a <laughs> well. So did the doctor. I noticed I, he did he, he did that later. He does it he later, does. yes. So he does. I'm wondering if you two saw each other. One of you saw the other perform and thought, oh, I I could do that voice and maybe yeah. maybe who knows a little bit of a yeah yes um, Jimmy Cagney kind yeah. of yeah. newsreel hey. kind of guy. <laughs> it hey, was hey. it was Cagney esque, and then <laughs> you take off. You're a little, you know, perturbed and you're, you're gone, but Neelix quickly interrupts and he jumps in. And, mm-hmm. and again, you know, th- we're, everything's very confusing. You don't know what's going, what's follow what's, the hair. Yeah. Follow, the, follow hair. the hair. And now we're on the bridge and now, you know, Chakotay's working a punching bag. He's punching at it and everything right on the that center was of the very bridge. Cool. When I saw that scene, I did remember being on the bridge with this, how they yeah. had to stabilize that thing. And yeah, and just the lighting was very theatrical. It was a right. very cool scene up on the bridge with his hallucinations. Yeah. Mine, but my note here is what I think was really intelligent was that Colby decided to, because chaotic space, all your sensors are wrong, right? So when you, what you think is left is really right. What you think is up is really down. Everything's opposite or not mm-hmm. even anywhere close to what you thought it was. And the same thing happens in this punching scene because you see Harry interrupting from the briefing room and that from the angle that he's looking at and Harry says a few things and Chakotay says, "Uh, you'll be fine. And then he punches again and the briefing room appears again, not from where you think it should, but from the other side of his perspective. It's just, it's so- um, Very disoriented. Oh, it's so disoriented. And, and, And truly- uh, that was the most effective way to shoot this because it, it matched the actual situation that we were in, you know, yeah. in space, in that chaotic space area. Because you hear mm-hmm. Janeway interrupt, then you hear Torres interrupt, then the doctor appears on a side station monitor. So all these disorienting camera yeah, first, moves. Yeah, first the doctor's on the side station, and then we jump back in the ring. All of a sudden he's back in the ring, and the doctor's there. Um, and well, with a with a lab coat on. Well, he's on the side station. He's got the lab coat. But then we jump back and we we see a shot of Chicote being massaged. You notice that? Yeah. And then now the di- then after that mas- yep. quick little shot of of the of Chicote being massaged, it then shows the doctor in his lab coat in the ring, in do- the ring, doing his little affected voice. Yeah, right? doing his Jimmy Cagney his, voice. Yeah, he he Cagney's it for you. Mm-hmm. And then um, now uh, we jump to engineering, and he's on the second level. By the way, the massage. Yeah. When when Beltran's getting the massage, Neelix yeah. is giving him a massage. Right. Um, he gets up and leaves the massage shirtless. He does. I did notice that. He was shirtless that. in the one but scene. The way he got up, he all you got to see was his back and his yeah, and pretty much. Yeah, you didn't get to see his chest or his. But I mean, he can't do a massage with a shirt on. That's correct. He couldn't. That's the one thing that he was unable to. It's illegal. (laughs) Okay. So now we are in engineering on the second level and he's being followed by Neelix. Neelix is up there. Um, Torres is looking on. She doesn't have any lines. Again, very disorienting, very weird, you know, uh, situations that we see Chakotay Mm -hmm. in. And now we jump from engineering to the caves. And the grandfather reappears. The grandfather is translating for the aliens, basically. And then so he now jumps back in the ring and he tells Boothby he's afraid. Chakotay says, I'm afraid, I'm afraid. The doctor talks in a voice um, saying that the fight is is over. It's canceled on medical Medi- grounds. Yeah. What? So all this stuff is happening. Um, and then Paris and, and the doctor are there to revive Chakotay in his quarters. And now we realize 
all that has transpired has still been part of the vision quest. And yep. we find out that he was stuck in the vision quest. He's revived by the doctor in Paris. He's on the floor of his, of his quarters and he wants back in the ring. He's like, I need to get back in there. And the doctor sedates him because he's, he's getting a little cuckoo again. He's getting yep. a little crazy. Um, so now we drop to the bridge. We are dropping beacons as we go at impulse and Paris says we should increase speed. It's logical. Mm -hmm. And, he, you know, he says all these things and Tuvok agrees with Paris. He's like, well, first logical. they're disagreeing. And then yeah. Paris is like, no, it's logical. Yeah. And then Tuvok's like, like yeah. uh, yeah, yes, you are. Tom is, Tom's, <laughs> yes, I concede to Tom. Tom's argument is logical. Yes. And, yeah. and then Paris is like, finally. I know. Finally, and he wins one. And Janeway agrees. But before Janeway's we can increase speed, yeah. Harry shows that the first beacon that we dropped three hours ago is now in front of us. So we've basically been we've gone in a big circle, big, big circle. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we now know that that we are in trouble. I mean, there's nothing that we can do to get out of this place. And we now go to astrometrics. Seven has found a pattern in chaotic space, mm -hmm. an isolinear frequency. And Janeway surmises it could be transmission. Um, and you know, it's really funny because I, this scene, just the way it's written too, because the end of this scene, she sits there, Janeway looks and goes, impossible. impossible. And to think that kept me from getting an A. And then you're thinking, what the hell is she talking what about? She talking about? Then, then we're in sickbay and we're, we, now we know the answer to the impossible statement. And she says, the only question that I missed in exogenetics my senior year the nucleotide resonance frequency. And it's like, okay, so now here we go. This is what's going on. This signal yep. was designed to activate DNA, this nucleotide resonance frequency. Mm -hmm. And Chuck Hote wakes up <laughs> at the hearing of this and he's mm -hmm. upset about the stopping of the fight. He says that, you know, uh, the doctor's the reason why he, he couldn't continue the fighting and he's, he's flipping out again. He's having, a, he's having another episode. And Chakotay says that they're trying to contact him. And Janeway then says, wait a minute, they, who? There's aliens here? And Chakotay's there, yes, they're trying to contact me. So Janeway starts theorizing that the aliens in chaotic space are basically inducing hallucinations to try to communicate because this is the only way that they can communicate. They can't. Well, she, they can't she figures us. this out because the other crew was also hallucinating. She's yes. like, wait a minute. Yes. This can't be a coincidence. Why are they? Yeah, it's not a coincidence. Why? Yeah. The other mm -hmm. crew was hallucinating the same way. Yes. And she says Chicote's bad gene is, is what gave them the opportunity to make this, this communication, to reach out to Chakotay. Yep. So Chakotay says, well, let me back in the ring. Either way, they're going to be stuck there. And Chakotay does say in this scene, uh, when did we ever turn down, turn away from a first opportunity for a first contact? Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of what gets her. Cause she's that all sells about her. Like, that yeah. definitely sells her. Um, so he, she sends him back in the ring, but meanwhile, mm -hmm. Tuvok, you know, hails the captain saying the graviton mm -hmm. shears are increasing. She says she'll be right there. Um, we do, we do pick it up in the bridge where we see Harry saying some kind of spatial sinkhole opened up beneath us. Janeway. That's orders, not good. No. Janeway orders full thrusters. Paris acknowledges we do avoid getting sucked into that sinkhole, but of course yep. the, our, our situation is dire at this point. Yep. And we jump back to the sick bay and the doctor says he will subject Chakotay to a field that will enhance the nucleotide bonds and the gene should become fully activated. So 
Before we learn of the suppression of this gene, and now we find that the solution would be to completely activate it one hundred percent. So and, I guess that sort of answers my question. It's yeah. possible to reverse this. It's it possible is. to the yeah. doctor's able to do it. By the way, he yeah. uses this prop, this tool that I don't think I ever saw before. It had yeah. a blue a blue light on it or something. And I was just thinking, like nowadays. LED lights are so common and yeah. used all the time on props and TV shows and things. We even use LED lights for lighting. We, we use them for this podcast, for yeah. our, our lights. That's, That's all right. LEDs. That's right. But when we did the show, LEDs were not a thing. We didn't have any of that. No. None. So that tool with the light was not an LED. I don't know what it was, but it looked kind of like, an, like when I saw it, I was like, it, nowadays that would be an led in that light you know Correct. much smaller and Correct. all that so. but whatever it was bob picardo was, cool. was probably super excited to have a new toy <laughs> a new toy yeah. exactly oh yeah he loves that mm-hmm. um so you know the gene should become fully activated now chakotay starts hearing the bell of the rock boxing mm-hmm. ring now he's in the ring with boothby at his corner by the way he's back in the ring mm-hmm. did you notice his outfit at this point chakotay's yeah, now I was following the hair, but this yeah. is he had on this like purple shiny, it looked like a legit like boxer purpley. It was it was very flashy. I don't know. Oh, I just know I noticed okay. this his outfit you was mean different. His robe, his robe thing? I guess it was his robe or whatever, but okay. I hadn't seen it before. It was like it's showtime. Well, this he, is yeah, but it does appear once very briefly in a prior scene, though. We oh, see it does. It okay. Yeah, we do see it for a second. I didn't notice it before. Yeah. This time I was okay. like, whoa. This time you showtime. totally saw it. You're probably yeah. writing notes at the time for that probably. flash second that you missed it. Um, so he's he's in the ring and he goes to the corner where Boothby is there. And you know, he's he's hesitant, but Boothby says, You're up against yourself. That's all you've got to remember. Now we go back into sickbay and the aliens are trying to speak, but the only thing keeping you from understanding them is your own fear. And this is what the doctor is telling him. So it's, in a way, Boothby and the doctor are kind of interchanging as the, mm-hmm. as the guide for Chicote, right? And so he says, you know, you're, you're not understanding them because you're afraid. You're fear, you have fear of losing control. You have fear of the unknown and, and, Frankly, Chakotay thinks he's going to die. He thinks if this gene is activated, he's just going to he's going to go bonkers, and this is the end of his life. Mm-hmm. Um, but from the doctor's cajoling, he does let go a little bit, um, and he all of a sudden he starts hearing things. The 18th gradient, trimetric fracture. We have to modify our deflector. We have to induce a parallel ventrilic trajectory. All this techno babble starts coming out again from. Chikotay. Now I had I had a little logic bump here. So let's just go back to round one of the fight. He's fighting uh, Kid Chaos. Yeah. But Kid Chaos in that fight doesn't take his robe off. He's got the hood up and everything. Correct. And when we see Kid Chaos, it's chaotic space instead of a face there. Yeah. It's this black, you know, he looks like a ghost almost Mm -hmm. fighting Mm -hmm. Chakotay in the ring. And during the fight, Chakotay starts having these hallucinations of words of the crew start jumping out you know to try to communicate basically it seems to me like the alien can't communicate in its language or can't translate it so it's using other moments in his memory in his memory yes yes so uh for example it's all these lines from earlier scenes which i wrote down a really cool way to communicate from the alien Mm -hmm. 
Um, if you stay in chaotic space, you'll be destroyed, things mm -hmm. like that. But the if you is from the doctor and yeah. stay is from Tuvok, you know, yeah. it jumps around. And they used everybody. Now, they used your voice, mine. Yeah, everybody. But here's my logic bump. So if the alien can only communicate with what people have said before, mm. then when, when uh, Chakotay is sitting in sickbay and starts getting more of the message, he starts saying things like 18th gradient, trimetric fracture. My point is Chakotay starts saying words that none of our crew ever said before. So Correct. if they're only communicating with things that were said oh. in his memory, he can't be hearing these new words. No. Look I was at like, that wait catch. a minute. Wait a minute. This oh. you set up a rule and now you just broke it because there's none of us ever said those words. Oh my so God. I don't know. You, I'm just saying. Look at you. Look at you. And you, you are Sherlock Holmes on this episode. I'm it very just impressed. A little, it was a little bump for me. I, I hear and you. And I didn't, I didn't get it at first. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, this is cool. Yeah. Wait a minute. But, How can he be hearing these words? Yeah. We never said those <laughs> yeah, words. we didn't say ventrilic. We didn't say nope. paralateral. We definitely have. In fact, we've never said that in any episode. Never. So, yeah, you're right. So okay. I don't know how he got. Right. But maybe maybe they upped their game and you know we're, figured it out. I don't know. Yeah, okay. let's just say I'll that they took the, like the, the Let's say they took the beginnings of other words, like Harry said, okay. "remember," Sounds. and they took the "r" from "remember" and yeah. the okay. We It's something figured. They figured it out. Okay. okay. Let's let's, out. let's just say that. Benefit. Okay. Good. So now you know he is he he feels like he solved it, but it's it's he's afraid that if he doesn't act on it now, all right this now. information is going to yep. disappear. So he he runs out of sick bay, heads to the bridge. The doctor is chasing after him. He comes onto the bridge. Uh, he tells he Harry goes, to move, and he you know he did tell Harry to move, but uh, Harry didn't move very fast. So. He shoves him. And I remember that when we filmed this, the day that we filmed this, he really, he really hit me pretty hard. And I was just like, oh my God, I, I might have to go, I might have to go to the hospital. I'm like, what did he just do? But you know, his character is frantic. So it's understandable. Yes. But Garrett Wong was pretty upset that his friend Robert Beltran hit him <laughs> that day. <laughs> Kind of like when you used to shove me by craft services. It was one of those days yeah. where I was like, what the heck? What? He, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he moves me, he moves me aside. He makes the necessary adjustments to, to the deflector. Um, Tom is worried, like, you know, the, a course shows up, but Tom's like, well, we might end up dying if we if take wrong, this course. Yeah, yeah if he's wrong, yeah, we could die. We're, yeah, we're, we could be dead. And, and so Jane Jane looks, like, <laughs> yeah, she looks at Chakotay with her JC love. There was a lot of JC love in this. There was a lot of JC love in this. Yeah. So the JC love made her say, yeah. "Do it. Follow the course, and then you do. Mm -hmm. You did it." And we, we cut we make outside it out. to space. Yeah. We we see us going through this mirror chaos. Yeah. It was very cool. Yes. It was very cool. Yes. And then Chakotay, after it's all done, we're in the clear. He kind of he stumbles a little bit and almost falls. Janeway catches him with the doctor. JC moment. Yeah. JC moment right there, you know. Um, mm -hmm. And then next thing we know, we're there in the corridor. Janeway and Chakotay are talking. He's dressed in boxing stuff. And he's Janeway's like, wait a minute, I, I gave you some days off. He's like, well, these boxing simulations, they help me unwind. This is my mm -hmm. way of, of dealing with stress. And she's like, okay, well, I guess I'll see you on the bridge uh, bright yeah, and early like, tomorrow. You sure yeah. you don't want to read a book or something? Yeah. Just <laughs> 
no just relax a no little? he doesn't no you're gonna box okay no he's gonna box so he he uh he's, he goes to the holodeck he starts up chakotay training program 15 beta and now we're back in the boxing gym boothby comes over and asks if he's ready and he gets in the gym. I like how it ends. It ends really just kind of yeah, like with a punch see, to the camera. Yeah, it was two left jabs and a right cross. And the right cross ends the episode with doo -doo -doo, and a really loud sound effect yeah. of, of the punch, which yeah. we never end like that. Like that's no, it was like, cool. It was a very cool ending. And I was pretty excited to see that ending. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very fun. Okay. Do you have a All lesson right. from this entire episode? The, yeah, I do. The lesson I wrote down is push past your fears. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's that, that was what I got is mm -hmm. like, you know, Chakotay was really afraid of the unknown of what if I accept this part of me? What if I fight this fight that maybe I'm not yeah. able to handle or whatever. So push past your fears. There's, there's, there's gifts there, you know, don't be foolish, but you know, your fear is just something to remind you to, to take care of yourself, but it's also a, it's a bridge to something new. So yeah, yeah, that's my, that's my yeah. theme. Okay. I'm going to go with a very similar um, lesson and, and really yeah. it's just to remember that at times you need to let go. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, when you're holding on to something too tight and you're trying to make everything right, it, it sometimes makes it wrong. You know, when you try mm -hmm. so hard for do, to do something and, and the answer is to let it go, to go the opposite and really I think the best analogy for me from sports is golf, like the golf mm -hmm. swing. The key really is when you try to hit the ball hard, it goes nowhere. The You're minute right. you just let the club swing itself, meaning lift it up and let it drop into place. If you allow it, if you let go of control and you allow things to happen, yeah. that's when it happens. That's when the magic happens. That's when the beauty comes out because uh, anyone who tries to hit a golf ball will have a very varied success, but someone who lets go and allows the ball to make, allows the club to make contact with the ball naturally with the flow, uh, you're going to be really happy with the results. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's the analogy from sports that I'm going to throw there. Um, nice. So really let it go, let go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my rating for this episode. Yes. I liked this episode i think everybody did a good job there was just something about it in the end that i was like i don't know it didn't quite i think maybe it was the jumping around like i, I wasn't following the hair good enough because i don't okay. know i felt a little confused time wise on on the the sort of normal arc of an episode how it sort of starts with a problem and then there's some efforts and then the, the climactic moment and the lesson learned it all seemed a little disjointed to me Okay. So I'm, I, I didn't love this episode. I'm going to give it a six, a solid six. Oh, you dropped that thing down, yeah. huh? Yeah, I did. Okay. Okay. But it, a um, lot of good work in here, but it still, for me, didn't hold up to a, a bigger score. So. Okay. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go a little higher. I just, okay. I just like the whole Bermuda Triangle. I used to live in Bermuda. So anytime I see Bermuda Triangle themed films, movies, TV show episodes, whatever, I get a little excited. So I'm going to go 7.1. So Ooh, I'm going to okay. go higher. I'm going to nice. go higher. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, here I have let us know the captain and admiral average rating for the fight. And you don't the know act. these, or you don't look at this before. No, right? no, okay. no. All right. I'm opening it now. Mm -hmm. And I am reading 
5.5. Wow, they Whoa. went low. They went We both so were higher low. than yeah, Wow. They went higher. They went really Ouch. low. My goodness. Uh, yeah, that may yeah, be yeah. the lowest rating average Ever. rating for since we've been doing these for averages. For any episode. For anything. Yikes. I'm still going to I'm going to go with a 6. There was enough good okay. work in there that's better than that for me, okay. but All um right. yeah, so it seems like this is not the fav the fan favorite no it's not the trilogy of terror <laughs> no <laughs> but, but it's not but well, we have not, a, we didn't do we, we didn't, didn't we didn't no. write anything back then so we don't know what those episodes would have come as uh, yeah, come no. out as but my goodness five point you said 5.5 5.5 yeah Oof. well and now you know that's an average so that yeah. means there's some people who threw maybe a four out or a three or a two oh, yeah. maybe ouch Gee painful all right okay all right well that's well, it that's thanks it for the everybody fight. yeah thanks yeah, for joining that was fun that mm -hmm. was really fun join robbie and i next week when we discuss recap and uh review think tank oh think tank yeah okay. i like the name think tank i do too yeah okay i'm ready thanks everybody see <laughs> Thank you next you. week <laughs>